Hey everyone, this is Leticia from Paris and you're listening to Powerful Podcasting Stories, the show that reveals how podcasters, creators and editors around the world do it behind the scenes, behind the microphone. I challenged myself to get at least 100 episodes in 10 days. Are you curious enough to know if I succeeded or not? Well, you'll have to keep listening. Today we're talking about editing with a podcaster who is usually off mic and in the dark, editing the episodes we end up listening. What's their process of making them complete? Let's listen to our guest's powerful story. My name is Simeon Harris and I'm 16 years old and I'm from lovely California, USA. Are you the host and editor of your own show or do you simply edit someone else's show? I don't run or host any of my own shows, but I edit weekly for three podcasts and then a lot of other miscellaneous ones that might be a few like one-time edits or monthly or sub-weekly. There's a few others that are inconsistent. And then I have the three regulars that I'm always editing for weekly. Do you have a background in sound design, journalism, content editing? Like, what's your background? And what got you into podcasting? I started voice acting when I was about 10 or 11. I was always like a super energetic kid. And my dad was like, okay, we have to figure out some sort of way to channel that and turn that into like a talent, you know, or something that will do well for me in the future. And I've always loved movies and shows and stuff, and especially audio dramas when I was younger, like uh, Adventures in Odyssey, which is like a kid's Christian audio drama series. It was really fun. I loved it when I was younger. So I started voice acting when I was about 10 or 11. I did a lot of free gigs and it took a while before I could start doing it for pay. I then went on to Fiverr. But through that, I had to learn how to record my voice and edit my voice and use the audio equipment that I had bought over time with the money that I made through that. And then a friend of my dad's was starting a podcast. And my dad was like, well, you already know how to edit voices. So what if you tried transferring that to podcast editing? And I've now been editing for that one podcast. For over five years, maybe getting close to six years, still every single week, I think we're closing in on 300 episodes, which is awesome. And uh, from then, I've edited for a lot of other podcasts. I've edited, I think, close to a thousand episodes, at very minimum 750. I've done a lot of other types of editing. I've edited for uh, a few YouTubers, so that took video editing. I've done some sound design for fun. I'm trying to currently turn that into another like um, career path. I mean, I'd love to do podcast editing still, but to have multiple avenues would be fantastic, especially sound design. I absolutely love sound design and all the work that goes into that. And I'm still doing some voice acting. I kind of dropped it for a few years as a break, and then I'm getting back into it now. But yeah, in the future, I would love to just do all types of editing, video editing, podcast editing, sound design for big movies like Pixar and stuff. That's always been a dream job of mine. But yeah, it's been going strong for five years now. I don't think I would have been able to keep up if I didn't start editing for that first podcast because having a weekly deadline, like that pressure kept me going. And even if I felt lazy or like, oh, I really don't want to edit today. I was young, of course. And in fact, sometimes my dad would have to edit for me. He's not as good as me now. At the time, he was at the same level, you know? He doesn't only really do podcasts at a team, but he was good with tech stuff. But just always having that constant pressure, it forced me to keep on going, which I really appreciate because now it's gotten me really far. On what software do you edit the podcasts? Is it effective and fast enough for you? So I edit in Adobe Audition. I have only been using Adobe Audition for the past five years. I have not touched 
Audacity or Ableton or Pro Tools or all the other popular editing softwares. And one of the main reasons, okay, well, obviously I'm already very familiar with Audition, so why would I want to switch? But all the other audio editing softwares, this might start some controversy with other editors, but they're so ugly, man. Just Audition is so slick and clean. I'm sticking with Audition all the way. And I don't use any plugins, strictly Audition tools, and it still gets everything I need done. And I strongly believe that it's the best audio editing software for editing at least podcasts and voices. It's so advanced. And I learned it all off of YouTube. I literally just searched how to, I don't know, use Dynamics Process. I'd find a 10-minute tutorial, and I'd learn it in 10 minutes that easily. I'd test it, and boom, I'd, I just learned it super quick on YouTube. I didn't have to pay for any courses. So if you're trying to learn anything new, at least like digital or techie, especially with editing, YouTube is your best friend. You can find free tutorials, very fast tutorials. It's the fastest ones will always be at the top of the recommended. And there's tutorials for everything. What kind of podcast formats do you edit most? How long are they? How many guests? How much sound design is involved? Almost every podcast I edit for are interview-based episodes. So almost every single episode, they have another guest. So it's not just one speaker. In fact, one episode I edit for has two hosts and one guest. Besides this podcast, I very rarely edit for three speakers. So I do all of what's called scrubbing. So that includes filler words such as ums and uhs and you knows. And then sometimes there's weird clicks in the background, maybe keyboards typing I remove that stuff. Or maybe like a siren during their call you might hear outside of their apartment building or something random like that. All of these little small distracting noises, I remove that stuff, I clean it up. At the moment, there's not many good filters like uh, automatic processes that can remove that. And then I bring it into a multi-track, which includes adding in their sponsors, their extra intros, outros, ad rolls, special music. It might go up and down, so I have to make sure the audio levels are right. And of course, cleaning up their background noise, like just the room tone noise sometimes. And what else? Oh, and especially overall audio leveling. What is the most challenging episode you edited? And why? Tell us what happened. Gosh, I feel like... The most challenging one I've edited would have probably been a few years ago. Actually, I think this was last week, I had to edit an episode where uh, the guest, he had a lapel mic clipped onto his headphones. So there was a cord, right? That was going all the way up to his headphones. But the way his posture and the way he was sitting, the cord was like laying on his chest. So whenever he started talking and moving his head, it would constantly bump the mic. So it would be like this. I'm just tapping my mic right now, but that's how it, that's how it constantly sounded. Like every half second or every second, you'd hear this weird tap noise, and I had to manually remove as many as I could. I was only able to remove like half of them because some of them were like were really stuck within the voice. I think that took I don't know. I think it was like 1,500 edits for that episode, and the episode was about 40 minutes long. It was not fun. Take us briefly through what you, as an editor, receive. To what you deliver, like an exported complete interview. Tell us more about your whole editing process. Okay, so usually I'll have a shared Dropbox or Google Drive folder with the client, and then they drop in their files like their specific intro for that episode, uh, obviously the recordings of their voice, and sometimes guests or co-hosts, and then sometimes special sponsor recordings and their intro or outro music. There's a lot of files involved. And then the first thing I do once I download them and import them into Audition is I remove the background noise, just like the general room tone 
A lot of people sometimes don't like that, but my tools are good enough so that it's not noticeable. Like there aren't like weird choppy edits, you know? And then I level out the audio and then I start scrubbing. I already explained what that was earlier. And then once I'm done with that, I import it into a multi-track. And again, as I explained earlier, I put in the intro, outro they might have, sponsors, music, all that fun stuff. If you're not the host, do you as an editor have the right to remove content from the interview? Only times I've removed massive portions. So massive, maybe being at least a minute or at least 30 seconds of recorded audio from like a guest or something. Only then if the host or the client requests that. If they really want me to remove that, then I will. Obviously, I remove a lot of sentences, but that's just if people stutter or if they repeat themselves, I can do that. I never remove actual content from the episode. Only if people are repeating themselves or if the client asks me to. As for if I can or if I should, I don't think it's a good idea. Obviously, if the client wants a big portion of it removed, they will ask you to. Do not touch it. You will probably make them mad and they'll be upset that part of it was removed without your permission. But I don't think this really applies if you're like a producer for the show or in higher management of it. So you actually really get to dictate what gets put out. Me personally, I'm just the editor. And finally, share with us some of the tips and tricks that top podcast editors use to make audio sparkle. Okay, if you are a speaker, so if you're like a podcast host, buy a pop filter. Okay, you can get them for like five to ten bucks off of Amazon. They're very cheap. Please buy it. You will save your editor so much time and you won't be sacrificing your audio quality. If you're an editor, I'm going to give a really cool tip. And I've only met one other editor that actually does this. When you are editing for two speakers, right? Keep the host on your left ear and the guest on your right or vice versa. It doesn't really matter. But if you keep them stereo, so you only hear it in one ear at a time, when you're speeding through and you're scrubbing and editing, it's good to have them separated in your ears because then if one of them starts clapping or something or make this really weird noise while the other one is speaking, you can hear the difference in your ears and like, oh, I heard it in my left ear. That means it's the host making that weird noise, not the guest. Oh, and also please get used to using what's called a spectrogram or frequency display. There are in a lot of softwares, maybe plugins too. It helps your editing process so much. If you get good at reading that, the spectrogram, you can literally see the edits to make and the words to edit out before even hearing them. It's very nice. Thank you so much for being an inspiring guest on my show. And thank you for sharing your process, challenges, tips, and tricks with us. Of course. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. To know more about your guest, you can find all the links in the description below, including a special link. If you're a podcaster and would like to participate as a guest, go ahead and be my guest. This challenge was recorded asynchronously on Rumble Studio. If you too want to create podcasts at scale, try it for free. Well, with this episode, I'm 1% closer to my goal. But have I reached 100? See you in the next episode.